Mansfield 103.2, that's a great music. A very good evening to you. I'm Tony Delahunty, and this is Legal Eagles. Every fortnight, we're joined by the best legal brains in the area to discuss a range of issues. And tonight, it's the turn of Banner Jones, and we look at the power of the landlord or letting agent has over a tenant. And a little look as well about the tenant and what he should be sure of and maybe he's taking up a letter or something like that and helping us with that i'm delighted to welcome lee foster and michael parker they're from banner jones dispute resolutions team into the studio dispute resolution and landlord and tenant so you're a section of a department if you like is that that's, right that's right that's right uh, landlord and tenant there's often disputes there, um, it, so it falls into the dispute resolution department. When I was a student, it was mainly about uh, not me paying my rent. I think that was the <laughs> pretty much the same thing overall. It's uh, landlords wanting the the, uh, the rent paid by the tenant, the tenant having problems with the landlord. Right. Well, let's move to to, to Lee for the moment. Uh, now he looks young enough to have been a student not that many years ago. <laughs> not that you are, Michael. I mean, but, but at the same time, dispute resolution is that sort of trying to talk to people and say, look, maybe you haven't paid your rent or there's something wrong with the property and it needs putting right. Is that the sort of thing you get involved in? Uh, yeah, as Michael says, um, landlord and tenant disputes are predominantly issues with either the property or payment of rent so they tend to fall into two sort of general categories but there are other things that sort of happen along the way uh, disputes that arise um, in landlord and tenant scenarios and we try and cover sort of as many, many of those as we can now, can we deal with a simple definition of a landlord first of all perhaps that's somebody who is letting their property is that right allowing someone else to stay in their property that's right the the landlord um, enters into a, a, a tenancy agreement with the the tenant allows them to live at their property uh, in in exchange for rent paid as agreed in accordance with the agreement. I think we've got a good idea here. I'll, I've got a house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Delahunty Towers. Uh, well, it's not really a tower. Yeah. It's uh, all right. Delahunty Hut. <laughs> all right. Delahunty Tent. No, I don't think you're into tents. But and and I want. I've got enough rooms there. <laughs> the whole family have left me. Uh, and I, I want to, to to rent it out. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm not sure how to do it. I come and see you guys. So yes. Between the two of you, can you sort of advise me of what I know, what I need to be secure of first of all? First thing that you need to do is make sure you've got a gas safety certificate, energy efficiency certificate, um, fire alarms throughout the property, and also if there's a, an, an open fire, a carbon monoxide detector as well. Um, when your tenant comes in, you need to show them around the property how the boiler works, make sure they know how to test the, the fire alarms, and uh, to also give them copies of these certificates and... Uh, a new booklet from the government called How to Rent. Oh, right, so the government, is that free? It's free, it's available on the internet. So the first thing you can do is go and get that book. I mean, so, so somebody now thinking of renting a property, even before seeing your good selves, yes. could, could, could look at that, because there's a sort of checklist, it's a tick list, is that, is that right? That's right, yeah. There are certain requirements uh, every landlord must comply with. Uh, if a landlord is aware of those, it makes our job much easier, uh, because there are less surprises, obviously, to, to tell the landlord uh, when they come in to see us. If they've um, dealt with some of those requirements in advance, then it makes it cheaper and easier for them. Yeah. So first of all, you've got to check that the, <laughs> the property is uh, safe and worthwhile and available properly for rent. Is that right? That's right. So That's they come right. and see you. Uh, you can give them that document or they can already get it. Uh, it's a bit of a mortgage on the property I've got. Is, is that a problem? As, so long as you're able to pay the mortgage and the... Uh mortgage provider isn't going to come come looking for the property back then that's not a problem at all presumably if i went behind 
hey, if I wasn't paying my mortgage, the person moving into the house could be in difficulty if the if the mortgage company came after me. That's right. Yeah, it's always safer to get your mortgage mortgage yours approval and, so, and knowledge before yeah, entering into a rental it, agreement. Where would the person renting it be if <laughs> if somebody's repossessing my house? I mean, uh, potentially on the street. <laughs> oh, well, you put that. Yeah, thank you very much. So, uh, there's a number of sort of checks and balances before uh, before anything's done. Why go to a solicitor? To make certain that you're safe because you guys are insured against giving the wrong advice and all that sort of thing? Absolutely. Um, we see many landlords that, uh, that just, that, that, for example, they inherit a property, let it out to somebody, uh, getting all sorts of bother later on because they've not uh, complied with statutory requirements. It, it means that um, they're unable to take the property back from the tenant if, if there's unpaid rent and that kind of thing. And... Um, also, the tenant can have a, a separate claim against the, the landlord, for example, if they've not protected the deposit at the outset. Right, so supposing I've checked my house right and everything else, and uh, I've dropped a letter to the building society, and they've said, sent one back and said, that's okay, but pay your mortgage, um, which I always do, of course. Um, then I'm almost ready to go. Do I, can I just agree? Uh, maybe I'll produce it, a great preach, I just agree. Uh, you can yeah, have it so much a month. Uh, that, that's it, that's done. Friends agreement, we shake hands, I wouldn't trust him personally, but I mean, we, we, we shake hands, we got, is that enough? Do I, or do I need to get paperwork? Theoretically, you can do. Ideally, you want paperwork setting out the terms of the tenancy. Certainly, I wouldn't trust him, so I definitely want yeah. that. He probably wouldn't trust me, would you? <laughs> No, right. shaking the head over on that far side. No, he wouldn't. So he'd want that. So there now needs to be a, a, a presumably a, a legally binding, balanced contract. That's is, that, is that what you call it? A contract. That, that's right. It's a, a, an assured short old tenancy is the normal form what? of assured short old tenancy. Producer, what does assured mean? You're looking though quite uh, sagely from that side. Well, uh, it means protected in, in essence. Something that's which right. has got definition. That's right. Definition to that's it. That's right. Yeah. So again. Your role is to make sure that that, that is there. W would you encourage me, as the person, the landlord, uh, to say to, to Craig, or were you sending him perhaps that contract as you put it together, that he should take legal advice uh, before, for instance, entering into a contract? It would be the best thing all round if they did. Then they know exactly where they are, what their rights are, also what your rights are. So, yeah, so, if, and you can't obviously advise him because you're advising me I, w I would presume that's, that's right there's a conflict, conflict, conflict there conflict yeah. we have loads of them here and I yeah. no, um, uh, we're moving on in a moment we're talking about the very interesting subjects of, of renting a property uh, at one stage everybody talked about and they still do getting on the housing ladder and all that sort of thing but there's an awful lot of people rent property maybe you and there's an awful lot of people that let property we talked about buy to let and things like that much more to come from the guys from Banner Jones right after these Mansfield 103.2's Legal Eagles, brought to you in association with Banner Jones Solicitors. Discuss your legal matters with Banner Jones Solicitors on Mansfield 675 800. I jokingly, in, in talking to Banner Jones uh, Solicitors on the subject of landlord and tenant and taking <laughs> the name in vain of our producer Craig Priest, um, was letting my property to him, which would never happen. Um, it was destructive. Uh, should I check him out. Would you say to me, let's you know, let's make sure this guy hasn't got a, a bad reputation or, or, or something like that? Some landlords will uh, take out references uh, from previous landlords and insist on those. 
others may go to a letting agency and get the letting agency to provide tenants for them. Right, well, here's the guy that's come along. He's not come through a letting agent. Don't know him. Let's say I don't know him, you know. Yeah. Shall I ask for references? Would you tell me to? I, I would. Um, you, you may be in a position where uh, he can't provide previous references and then you have a decision to make. Uh, do you trust him? Would you let the property in without references? You're putting yourself at risk there if you do that. Could you ask him to, to provide evidence? I'm sure you could. Uh, I'd want to. Uh, if he had sufficient income, that sort of thing. Could you Could you do that? Absolutely. A sort of mean and means test is a horrible word, but you could do that. Absolutely. He's, he's applying for, um, for a tenancy at your property. You mm. need to know that he can uh, afford to pay the rent. Okay. Well, let, let's suppose that, that he comes in. There's different... I've talked about a house which is mine. I didn't buy it as a buy-to-let. Uh, we've gone through the various things. We've checked with the um, building society or the bank that's got the mortgage. Uh, and they've agreed that, that, that uh, I, can, I can rent it out. It's maybe a small amount of uh, mortgage still left in the, to be paid. And they've agreed to that. And, and, and now he's, he's going to move into the property. You've set up the agreement. He's maybe gone to another firm of solicitors. They've checked the agreement. And he's signed up and, and things are, are, are working well. That's me with my property. But there are all sorts of different types of lets, aren't there? There's, there might be a, a local authority let, for instance. Uh, is there different rules with that? Uh, there are. We don't tend to get involved so much with that. Um, they, they have their own different kind of tenancy and, and their own different kind of rules we, we we work in the private sector in the main yeah so in the main you're dealing with maybe groups sometimes that are letting several properties or several flats or something like that uh, potentially we have uh, landlords that, that do have multiple properties that they let out and and have to uh, uh, juggle many tenants so in in a certain area right so supposing that then you're dealing Let's make him a, land, a landlord. You don't mind leaving landlord. I don't mind being landlord at all. It looks like he's rich, more though, you know. <laughs> and he's got he's got lots of properties, um, and you've got to look after him. The same applies. Presumably, you may have a standard letting agreement if they're all similar properties or something like that. Right. A template shouldn't charge that much more if you've got a template for it. You know, that's me just looking after the ordinary <laughs> citizen. No, seriously speaking, templates are, are useful, but as you probably know the you know, you've got to make certain you've got one that actually fits the cause. So there you are, Philly. He's, he, he's got all these properties and he, he wants to rent them out. And he comes to see you and you're doing it for the first time. He's just gone into the property letting business. And I mean, would he ask you questions of like, how should I get the money? Should I have a deposit? Would you, would you ask that? Would you, I mean, would you be interested in that situation? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, deposits are really important to, yeah, why, to why landlords. You, why would you need a deposit? Are you a money grabbing <laughs> Well, it just provides additional security doesn't it to the to the landlord that um they may have vetted the tenants but they still don't really know how they're going to treat the property uh, until they actually move in so uh, presumably uh, from a purely business point of view forgetting the law anyway if the potential person can't provide any form of deposit i mean at least you're getting some reference that there is some money well that's it that's that's a that's a warning sign to start with obviously if, if, they, are, if they can't afford to pay uh, the initial bond or deposit then it certainly it, it raises some questions about the ability to pay the rent going forward as well is he allowed to spend that deposit on anything he wants to spend or can he get the decorating done and things like that no he has to put the um, the money that he's received for the he deposit into he, a deposit protection scheme he's looking disappointed he doesn't he has to 
consider that within 30 days. Or, or the, it, there is a, a claim against him by the tenant for the deposit back and up to three times that amount in damages. I think there'll be a lot of tenants out there that don't know that. They do now. Well, just, yeah, you've, you've been a real help to, to, to a lot of tenants there. Uh, so, seriously, if I, for instance, became a tenant in one of his properties and five hundred what's the money usually as a deposit can you give me a rough figure it's usually one month's rent so say it was 400 a month it'd be a 400 deposit yes. <coughs> uh, i give him or you or whatever the foreign deposit goes into his account etc <coughs> and he does nothing about it keeps it there might maybe spends it maybe doesn't spend it he's actually broken the law it certainly has, yes. And could be county court job, is it? It would be a county court. Also, in addition to protecting it, it has to provide the tenant with prescribed information, which is what scheme it's, it's placed into and the reference number and a means to be able to contact the deposit protection scheme to be able to recover it at the end of the tenancy. Well, in your role then of protecting the landlord, him, with all his properties, you'd say to him, OK, that comes in there and he might say to you... You might ask him what you could do with it, mightn't you? Absolutely. I mean, as a, as a landlord, you, you, you take see that money and think, well, that's money for my property. So many landlords we come across... Bank it in of, his bank? Yeah, absolutely, aren't aware of that requirement. So. He it, it, so he doesn't put it in his bank at all. He puts it with one of these organisations, does that's he? That's right. Does he get a selectivity? Or do you select one? Does it matter which one, really? No, th there's three, and they're all approved by the, the government. You can use either... It, any any of them is there interest or did he get interest on it or did anyone get interest because it's really it's a sort of deposit against what what is it it's it, it's for security for damage mm -hmm. uh, unpaid rent at the end of the aha uh, uh -huh. so he, he at the end of it all presumably yeah. he then gets say it all, it, it all becomes very satisfactory at the end of it all but me the, the tenants at the end of it all he discovers of the gates off the hinges and goodness knows what it's going to cost him a hundred pound to repair it, if you can find somebody who work for £100 on, on putting the gate up. He gets the money back from the organisation where it's, where it's gone to, does he? Not necessarily. No, what does he do? The money is still still belongs to the, the tenants. Right. It, it, although they've passed it to the, uh, the landlord, it, it's still the tenant's money, and it's held on behalf of the tenant. At the end of the tenancy, the tenant can ask for, for it all back. Right, I want it back. It's for the landlord then to apply to the deposit protection scheme to say, hey, there's damage to my property after he's left, I want X amount of that back. Well, your dispute regulation people, how does that get mediated? Who decides? Who decides? Has anyone any, any idea? The deposit protection scheme have their own dispute resolution Oh, service. right, so they would decide whether he can have £100 to fix the gate. That's right. And then the other £300 would come back to me, the tenant. That's right. Yeah. If it's not done... It opens the door to other problems, doesn't it? If, if he doesn't do that, we have the county court situation that, that, that starts there if he hasn't done what he should have done and put it with these people. But let's suppose that I, I come in there and for a couple of months I, I pay the rent, and maybe a bit longer I, I pay the rent, and then I suddenly stop, stop paying the rent. What do you do then? I mean, you write a letter, obviously, or he writes a letter, he writes a letter and says, pay me, what's going on? What happens after that? If you, uh, you'd have to issue a notice for, for if you want payment of your, if it's based on non-payment of rent, then it's a Section 8 notice, which gives 14 days for them to pay the, the rent arrears back. Well, they're out. No, surely not. 
Yeah. Well, you, it, it gives you the, the right then to issue possession proceedings in the county court to obtain an order for possession, which the court's telling the tenants to get out. How fast are they operating? No disrespect to the county courts. It depends on how busy they are. Right, so uh, effectively, in most cases, there is a protocol which takes some time to get somebody out, even if they're not paying the rent. There certainly is. Well, let's find out more about that right after these. Mansfield 103.2's Legal Eagles, brought to you in association with Banner Jones Solicitors. Discuss your legal matters with Banner Jones Solicitors on Mansfield 675 800. It's a great pleasure to have in, in the studios two people from Banner Jones Solicitors who are uh, b- making at least clear, clearer to me, I hope to you, about some of the, the, the problems that uh, can certainly occur when we're looking at renting a property, renting a property, landlords and, and tenants, etc. And we talk a moment, if you're a landlord, with a tenant that's uh, not doing it right. We've heard a little bit about landlords not doing it right by not uh, putting the deposit uh, carefully aside with a uh, and the methodology of doing that and how they can uh, the tenant can take action against the landlord and get some reward back i suppose uh, um if if they've done it wrongly but now if you're a landlord or you're a tenant and doing it wrong i'm looking at the process what actually happens say you haven't paid a, uh, paid your rent uh, is there a period of rent before you can go to a court is there a period of time You've got to be behind in the rent before you can actually take a claim to the county court. There is. It's two months or eight weeks if it's if rent's paid weekly. Uh, after if there's there's two months arrears, you can then serve your section eight notice, which demands repayment of the rent or gives you entitlement to issue possession proceedings in the county court. If we turn that round, that you have not paid the rent, and. Uh, Either you, on behalf of the landlord, or the landlord himself, has sent this Section Eight notice. Yes. Um, what what actually happens next after that? The court will issue a claim to the tenant, and it will also list a hearing in in the county court before a judge. Right. So the parties will then attend the hearing. Uh, the judge will ask if um, the the arrears are still unpaid. If there's still two months arrears unpaid, uh, generally he'll make an order. Got the answer. Excuse me a minute. Let's see what I've got in my wallet. Okay, here now. Let's have a look. Ah, here's a fiver. There you are. There's a fiver. There's no longer two months. There's no longer two months. Can I have it knocked out of court? Judge, whatever you judges do, don't want that. It, it, his application doesn't apply anymore because it's less than two months. So you might have a problem there, might you? If you've left it until the day of the hearing, no, I haven't. You think the judge would give me a right? Yes. Uh, see, not having that. Well, it might be. It's probably counterfeit if it came out of my wallet anyway. <laughs> but if it's before that and yes. they've reduced it, is the? I suppose there is a problem because it's that, not two months. That's right. If it's still in the period of the notice, then you can't issue proceedings. If it's down to any period less than two months, uh, at the end of the notice period, if it's. You've waited until the, the claim's been issued, but it's before the hearing. Um, the court may make an order for possession, but suspended. Wow. On, on the basis that you continue to pay the rent, and if you don't, then we can get the bailiffs to throw you in the street. Oh, I mean, he is easy. It's not me. I, I'm going to want to get thrown in the street. But <laughs> bailiffs throwing them in the street nowadays. <laughs> OK, fine. Um, let, let's deal with the, the, the situation of what can be done. There I am. I'm at court. Sorry, judge. I, I I know I'm two months in arrears, but I'm getting a wage rise. 
uh, and I, I should be able to get rid of it. So please let me stay. I've got 14 children, and 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 my mum's staying as well, and she's got four grandchildren. So you got six, well, they don't come in the 14. I'm 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 stuck, Judge. I've got nowhere to go. What, what's going to happen there? It's a, a, a mandatory term, Section 8. The judge has no real um, option but to make a possession order. He could, he could have a little tear drop down his eye when he makes it, could he not? I feel sorry for me, yeah, but he would still make the order. He certainly would. Well, do I go out and the, oh, there's me cases all packed outside the house with the kids sitting on them? No, you'd have 14 days to pack your cases. And oh, I've got 14 days. Can I apply for longer than that? You can have up to a maximum of, of six weeks if you... 42 uh, days, so I can have the 42 days. You can have 42 days if you can show exceptional hardship. What if I pay the rent? Could you, I mean, if you're, if, if he's the landlord over here, and you've got to ring him up and say, odd things happened here, that fellow Delahunty has just sent us a cheque for the two months and a month in advance or whatever, we've got an order to get him out. What do you want to do? Would you say to him, what do you want to do? Well, the, um, the judge has already made an order... Um, for the arrears, along with the possession, so you've just satisfied that part of it anyway. So, yeah, but I mean, could he just could he change his mind and say, oh, "I'll let him stay"? I don't think I'd do that. Oh, because that's because you're mean. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's all the children. Is that advert on television? That's a mortgage advert, isn't it? <laughs> Who is it? Who is it? Oh, that, that advert on television. I think of the children. Oh, it's marvellous. Yeah. Um, watch for it, lawyers. Yeah. And you, you don't watch ordinary television, do you? You're all reading books all the time. No, seriously then. So. There is a danger that somebody can be taken to the to, to the county Absolutely. court, uh, 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 and there are varying types of orders. You've talked of uh, 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 an order which is to get me out, uh, yes. fourteen days. What else can the judge do? Can, can he make other types of orders? He can if if we we talked earlier about the deposit protection scheme that the the tenants afforded a claim to make if, if the landlord's not uh, complied with oh, it. Oh, well, he hasn't, have you? Uh, <laughs> no, he hasn't. He didn't. He didn't take your advice. He didn't. And I'll tell you what, I've just worked it out now. Uh, my deposit would mean that I'm only... I'm not even a month behind, Judge. Well, he won't make a possession order. He, he, he may even He's make an order... He's in trouble, oh, in trouble there. The, the, he may make an order that the landlord pays the tenant he's in deep trouble like isn't he he certainly yeah. is no you are because you're his lawyer and <laughs> 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 you, you've got insurance to cover yeah. <laughs> which is one of the a very real reason why somebody uh, going in a landlord situation uh, should use a solicitor to, to, to make sure everything's in, in line isn't it absolutely because uh, paying you enormous amount, well, I'm sure it isn't enormous amount, but I'm sure it's fair amounts of money could save a lot of pro- a lot of problems in the longer run. It would uh, a, a, a small uh, outlay at the start would uh, prevent uh, serious problems later on. Yeah. Well, we're talking about general with somebody. Let's let, let's say uh, I'm not just in a in a bad way. He is because tap's not working. I'm, you know this, I have sent him seven letters, haven't I? And he's ignored I don't them. remember he's in, he, he doesn't. He, he, he's either got an inability, he's on holiday in Thailand, uh, he's come back and he's playing football for Liverpool, or what, which is a very good thing to do, of course. Uh, great football team. Uh, but he never answers my calls, and I have no hot water, and I've got the 14 kids, I can't even have a proper watch. So, uh, do you have to defend that uh, as a sister for landlord? Maybe you've got a problem there in, in defending that because he's he's out of order. That's I'm right. out of order. He's out of order. That's right. What the uh, the tenant can do is, is complain to the local authority. 
local authority will send out um, somebody who will um, make a, a, a check of the property and if there is significant disrepair send out a, a notice of improvement to the to the landlord um, whilst that's in place the landlord can't take steps to evict the uh, the tenant no you can't they can't serve a section 21 notice which would end the that's tenancy. another way of getting the tenancy to it go. is yeah you already have all these terms like section 21 section 21.2 part paragraph 3 uh, subsection 4 do you lawyers understand every single one of those not at all <laughs> oh good i'm glad about that <laughs> look, let's look at the other way around now the hot water is definitely a problem because it's been feeding cannabis growing Eh? And, 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 and the next door neighbour who also rents a property for him has said to him, that fella is growing cannabis plants. What happens there? What can you do? Is it, is it legal, illegal activity uh, uh, alleged at a property he's renting to me? And now he knows. If the police uh, make a conviction for uh, crimes committed at the property, such as his, uh, Lee's cannabis growing... Um, you, you can then, that, that provides another mandatory grounds for um, eviction. Has he got a right, to, when he's heard this, to say, look, uh, Mr D, I want to come and have a look at your property. I'm getting an allegation here that something's happening in my property that you're renting. He can do... Let's take it away from Calumet. Let's say he's, he's running something like a house of ill repute out, out of that... Uh, and making a lot of money doing it. Well, I don't know whether he's making money, it's irrelevant. But he's doing some illegal act within that property. Has he a right to say, that, can I go and have a look? And then, having seen what he's seen, report it to the, the authority. He can um, give notice of 24 hours to be able to inspect the property. Well, that's... Uh, but it, it, he's clearly got a right to say, I don't want you in that property anymore, one would say. He, he can, yes. Yeah. So, you, again, whether whatever the police do, you, you, you've got a county court action. That's right. That, that might not, or it wouldn't, it might run alongside any action the police might have in a criminal action, which would be uh, alongside but separate. Is that is that right? That's right? Does that sort of thing ever happen? It does. It does. Um, we'd recommend a section 21 notice which is two months to end the tenancy you like your section 21 notice don't you i do yeah uh, uh, you the two i've heard today are section 21 and section 28 yeah. section eight section eight so, yeah we'll hear more about those afterwards i'm going to ask questions of all your listeners afterwards uh, we're going to do a definition of which is which the section 21 or the section eight no joking aside let's find out more about landlord and tenant because you can have a great landlord you can have and landlords can sometimes have great tenants but you know, getting it set up first place, that's really important. And getting it right after that, that's equally important as well. From a landlord's point of view, don't leave loopholes like not using the deposit in the right way. From a tenant's point of view, make sure you don't do damage to the property and pay your rent. Because otherwise, it's a, it could be a, a rather unsatisfactory visit to the county court. More on that right after this. Mansfield 103.2's Legal Eagles, brought to you in association with Banner Jones Solicitors. Discuss your legal matters with Banner Jones Solicitors on Mansfield 675 800. In the studio with me from Banner Jones Solicitors, Lee Foster and Michael Parker. Lee uh, and Michael are in 
dispute resolution. That's a department within Banner Jones which also deals with things like letting, uh, tenancies, etc. You mainly, I think, deal with, with landlords, is that correct? Mainly, yes. But do you get people coming in sometimes, tenants coming in to see you? Um, we do. Um, if they feel that they're being um, sort of unfairly dealt with by the landlord, it's, uh, it's something that we, we can deal with. Um, in, in respect of uh, the deposit protection scheme, the claim for damages under that, that gives a good claim against the landlord, uh, and also a disrepair, uh, claims to the property, heating not working, etc. That's something else that we can uh, assist with. From a point of view of, of um, the landlord, first of all, and the, and the tenant really for both, how important is it that they, they at least have some understanding of what their rights are both ways around in this? I think that's very helpful for both parties because um, it can serve to sort of end disputes before they really start. If both parties are aware of the rights and obligations, then you know they can they can nip anything in the bud because they know you know what to, what's expected of them and what they have to do to the landlord. So uh, it can be helpful uh, and and smooth smooth the relationship really. Can I just deal with one question? He, 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 a problem I'm going to create for him now. He's going to love this one. Um, I've moved out. He heaved me out. He put his boards up on the window, trying to get a new tenant, and he gets one, but not one that's going to pay. He's coming and prized off the windows. He's got in, and he's squatting. What happens now? Well, technically, that's a matter for the police. Um, whether they'll uh, take action on that depends on their view of it, and and obviously. Um, constraints upon the police's time they may have more what they consider to be more important things to do but he doesn't consider it's more important than the police want to do he wants them out so he can rent the property yep. what we can do is issue a notice um, a notice to quit uh, which gives them 28 days generally to move out otherwise we can serve um, um, county court proceedings on them as trespassers yeah by the way just moving back and I like that idea that they're, they're, they're trespassing County court orders for me to move, you know, etc. I've read of cases where uh, families have been told to move, they've extended 14 days or seven weeks, 42 days, yes. uh, what, six weeks, etc. And then the bailiffs have arrived to get them out because they haven't gone. And they've got about four families sitting in the grass outside, etc., making teeth grinding noises. And the, the bailiffs, I think, are instructed nowadays not to put themselves in any position where there could be violence. The, if we, there's some thought that the uh, the landlord uh, has that the tenant may be violent or or obstructive in any way, when instructing the bailiffs, you give them that information. They then liaise with the local police and arrange for the bailiff appointment to be with a police officer who or, observes. That's right. Finding the policeman might be the problem. <laughs> and I said it, you didn't. But for those of you watching on the left side of your radio, both grinned uh, in a meaningful way because, they're, of course, massive supporters of the police who try and do the best job they possibly can, uh, probably with a limited number of uh, officers available to them to be able to do that job. Good luck to the ones who try so hard. Well done. Well, that's it from uh, uh, Banner Jones solicitors and uh, my my two my my rich landlord and the and the guy trying to solve the problem of both landlords and tenants, Lee Foster and, uh, uh, and Michael Parker. Have either of you ever rented? Uh, I have, Tony, yes. As a, a student? Uh, yes. Do you pay your rent? Uh, uh, within reason. Is there a lot of difference in student lets? Last, last question. Yeah. Um, some of them can be um, 
houses of multiple occupants are known as an HMO where you've got several people living in different rooms yeah, yeah. Uh, that presents its own separate problems uh, the landlord has to have a special license to be able to, to put to have a, an HMO and the the council has to inspect the property do you deal with that as well do you deal with that as well no, the no, there don't tend to be that many um, in this area, but it's something that we have dealt with on occasion. Hmm, a lot of people make a lot of money out of student letters, don't they? They certainly do. Yes, although some of it's of me from daughter and son going to university, but never mind. Um, thank you very much to again, once again to Manor Jones, the producer of the programme, who I'm definitely not renting any properties to, is Craig Priest. Uh, my name is uh, Tenny Delahanty, whether you're letting or whether you're buying. Hope you're happy at home. Good night. Mansfield 103.2's Legal Eagles, brought to you in association with Banner Jones Solicitors. Discuss your legal matters with Banner Jones Solicitors on Mansfield 675 800.